You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I was going to be like, bro, Blake, play for the love of the game, man. What's wrong with you, bro? Money should not be a thing. Bro, I'm risking my life. What do you mean it should not be a thing? It 100% should be a thing. If I'm going to play, I should be getting the money I signed to be getting paid. I should not be getting half of what I'm getting paid because the season's cut in half on top of a 33% cut of the half that's already there. So I'm really getting like 25%. On top of that, it's getting taxed. So imagine how much I'm actually making to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't making shit. And on top of that, so all that money's gone. And now I play risking my life. And and, what, and if I get the Rona, on top of that, if I get the Rona, guess what happens with that? Oh, yeah, that stay, that's in my body forever. That damage is not going to be, like, the damage that was done in my body, that's going to be there forever. So now I got to play with that on top of that. So... Y'all got, I mean, y'all got to understand, man, for me to go, for me to take a pay cut is not happening because the risk is through the roof. It's a shorter season, less pay, like, bro, it's, yeah, man, I got to, no, I got to get my money. I'm not playing unless I get mine, okay? And that's just the way it is for me. Like, I'm sorry if you guys think differently, but the risk is way the hell higher and the amount of money I make is way lower. Why would I think about doing that? Like, you know, I'm just, I'm sorry. So in my head, I'm preparing for next season. And I'm preparing, well, I'm actually preparing for right now. But as if I'm preparing for next season. Like, it's it's super weird, man. More Twitch streams for us, that's facts. But guys, I'm just saying, man, it just doesn't make sense for me to lose all of that money and then go play and then be on lockdown not around my family, not around the people I love, and get paid way to hell less, and then the risk of injury runs every time I step on the field. So it's it's just it's not worth it. It's not. I love baseball to death. It's just not worth it. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. Today's episode of Locked on Rays is brought to you by Built Bar. Promo code Locked on gets you $10 off your first box at Built Bar. Dot com. Well, Ulysses, we were supposed to do our franchise what-if scenarios, but Blake Snell opened his mouth and had some comments about MLB's proposal. Well, you know, maybe this could be the what-if Blake Snell doesn't have a Twitch account, and mm-hmm. and what, what about that? You know... Yeah, I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts, because uh, this has made national and international news not just uh in the tampa bay times not just local raised bloggers but like cnn new york post it's all over the place what he said i look i know that we try to make we try to be responsible with what we say and we try to be you know facetious and and have fun with a lot of things mm-hmm. um so 
in that vein, it's kind of awesome that this happened because for once, the Rays are in people's mouths, which that never happens. Uh, it's a Cy Young award-winning pitcher, uh, which is pretty nice. Yes. And, and third of all, they're not talking about low attendance or how the pesky little Rays are still winning games. So I'm all for that. I'm all for national media talking about the race. Now, the content uh, – well, no, let me say it. I think the way that it was presented, mm-hmm. F. Yeah, that's where you need your PR team to, hey, I want to talk about this proposal from a player's standpoint. No, he just shot from the hip. Playing <laughs> video games was not a good look. Which, by the way – I don't I didn't like the presentation, but that doesn't mean that it was a bow and tie event, you know, black tie. dude was playing on his Twitch mm-hmm. account. Like you can't also be like expect this type of of level of etiquette uh, of his point of view, how he presents it, how he presenting it when he's just playing video games and, and talking to a few people online. Like you, you can't expect him to be 100 on the contrary. Right. I dig the fact that he's actually able to be honest and 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 say the things that if he's saying that, I bet a lot of other ball players who are making a lot more money than Blake Snell is feel the same way. Really? Wow. A hundred percent. He can't be the only one that feels that way, right? I mean, just mathematically speaking, it's statistically impossible that he's the only one that feels this way. I I think there's players that probably have similar feelings. I don't know if that they would like say in agreement, say this deal that's on the table right now is agreed to by the players union. It's not going to happen. There's definitely going to be changes and maneuvers with that. But to say that he would sit out the season at that point, I don't I don't think many players would sit out the season. I don't think many players would sit out this season once it's all said and done, but I bet that today a lot of Mm. players feel the same way that he feels. Maybe they are not going to go out and say it because then they've seen already what happens when you're that honest. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of Tommy Pham uh, rubbed off off on on, on Blake Snell. He was really hurt, you know. Yes, this is not the first time that Blake (laughs) Snell has got himself into a little bit of PR trouble on Twitch, on his Twitch account. I will say that. Now, again, going back to the whole billionaires versus millionaires things, uh, I think we we, we, we both went to to business school and and Mm -hmm. we, we did all that. Uh, jazz and even before that we've always heard it's good to save good to save money and uh, yes. even your parents i bet they told you you know keep a savings account always have three months worth of of living expenses that you can cover yourself if if something really bad happens you have mm-hmm. money in the bank and we tell that to normal people with normal jobs earning thirty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars whatever a normal median wage is in your state or city, mm-hmm. right? How is it that MLB, with billions dollar uh, of dollars worth of revenue, they didn't save for a, a rainy day? They, they can't uh, protect their investment after three months. They 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 can't at all. Right. How how is that possible? I mean, how how are 
how are they business owners and not willing to take the risk? And what they're doing is putting the risk, passing it on down to their employees. Because, yes, they're players. Yes, they get paid millions of dollars to hit a, a baseball. But in the end, it's a business. In the end, they get traded. In the end, they're employees. Right. So how is the risk just given 100 or, I guess, 50% yeah. to the employees? It, it's really tough. And I will say, you know, the owners are probably like licking their chops, honestly, at these comments because all they had to do, this is, I mean, this is on their part, how they went about this. All right. They introduced the proposal, universal DH, more playoff teams, uh, larger rosters, it was 50, 50 revenue split. That doesn't seem so crazy. And then they just push it out and shut up and they let the player, the players go off on the handle and what is the the public the the sports public out there who do they attack not the owners but the players the Blake Snells the Trevor Bowers the Sean Doolittles all those types of guys it only takes one how uh, how you are only strong as strong as your weakest link you only need a, a, a one player that bad mouths this whole thing and then the mm-hmm. PR nightmare uh, begins we said this on Wednesday's episode the players ethically are correct the problem is is that public perception just is never going to see it that way they're going to side with the team because they want to see baseball that's what they're fans of i mean you can trade evan longoria you can trade carlos pena you can trade carl crawford all these people people are still going to be tampa bay Rays fans right they follow the name on the on the front and the front is the ownership yeah it's not the player uh ultimately but I would like to get your gauge on something because usually in, in, if you look back in history, in sports history and, 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 and any really facet of life, times of crisis lead to innovation. So you're telling me, let's say 40% of all of the money that each team gets is completely eradicated by the fact that no fans are going to attend mm-hmm. a game in 2020. So 40%. Isn't this the time for ownership, for their marketing, advertisement departments to come up with great ideas and be like, okay, how do we make money? How do we come up with ideas? How do we, how do we, you know, let's mic up this player and this player, but you can only hear their commentary if you pay Patreon or something like that, you know, try to get some other type of revenue. I mean, there are smart people in MLB why don't you innovate in this time of crisis to try to not push the risk to the players, but come up with something of value? So you're saying right now to mic up the players, like while they're at home or just during games? Like during when games. games like, okay. let, let's say they, they, they come up to a, a place where you don't have to go 50-50, where you're saying you're going to play 82 games, we're going to pay you for the 82 games, which is what Snell is saying. Snell <laughs> that, isn't yeah. saying pay me 162 games worth for 80 games. That no, I, I think that's He's what he was saying, saying, though, wasn't he? No, no. He was saying, look, we already agreed in March to get okay. paid pro, pro, uh, pro rata. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, which means however many games I play, I want it to be with my salary, which so, makes sense. So th- three and a half million. Right. Wh- whatever. Yeah. Three. I think because he was seven See, million this year. Yeah. So that's what that's what, honestly, that's where there's so much PR backlash because it's like, hey, I'm not getting out of bed for a million and a half, but three and a half million I'll play. 
that's why it comes off bad. Yeah. He has the right intent. Pay me what I'm worth. I'm market value, you know? Mm-hmm. But the problem is the delivery. The delivery wasn't there yeah. at all. It, when, it, it, it got, it got, it got mis, misconstrued. I mean, right. we didn't really 100% really know what he is saying. Well, yeah, and, and I think Topkin of the Times, he had to follow up and text like, okay, is this sure? Make sure you're correct on this. And I think they he kind of added to his comments a little bit, but it had the same gist. But it's like it's you're you're talking about again, we're not focusing on the billionaire owner. We're focusing on the millionaire, multi-million dollar player that is like, yeah, I, I don't want to get out of bed for a million dollars and a half. While you have uh I mean, the Rays were the first team that furloughed staff and right. furloughed employees. And I mean, there's probably if if there's no baseball season. You're talking about a lot more firings. You're talking about owners probably having to sell their franchise. I don't even want to think about the problems and 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 all the the things that come out from that. But Wait, you mentioned well, this could be a what if those two. St- yeah, I'm just going to tell you this: What if Stu Sternberg decides to sell? to somebody who wants to build a Tampa stadium. Maybe that's a what if for Jeff next Finnick. week. Come on, Jeff Finnick. Come on, who, step up, baby. Who's the richest? Who's the 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 smartest? Would you let, Derek, would you uh, let Derek Jeter and Tom Brady buy the Tampa Bay franchise to put a stadium in Ybor City? If they if they <laughs> promise to do that and build it without taxpayer dollars or limited taxpayer <laughs> dollars, I would You'd be wear on a board Brady shirt and a Jeter shirt on on the front. Yeah, th- this makes me a little bit more uh, <laughs> iffy about the fact of the Rays getting a a stadium in Tampa that's publicly financed through the COVID nineteen scenario. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, wh- here here's the thing you mentioned about the this is a time to be innovative marketing departments and Patreon and and things like that with the agreement. And I think you mentioned this a couple of days ago on our last podcast on Wednesday. Why can't they just do something along the lines of, okay, if, if it's the 50, 50 revenue split. All right. If that's got, if that's what it has to be in this dire financial crisis, fine. But on the back end down the line, we, we want what was owed to us in the 2020 season. So Blake Snell eventually would get that extra three and right. a half or five Deferred. million. What? Yeah, it might not be. It might not come next year. It it might be Bobby Benilla. We might have to just pay a little <laughs> bit at a time. But right. find a way to where these players get them on the field. Yeah, you're going to make a little less this year or significantly less this year. But you're eventually going to get that money back in time as a goodwill act and as and but, as a fair the right act to be honest and uh and in a hundred percent of the time i would say yes yeah uh, you know 100 and 100 i would say yes you're correct the problem is it, blake actually touched on this the risk versus reward situation here he's willing according to him yes. he's willing to go out there and risk his life quote unquote uh, if he's if he gets paid what is owed to him Mm-hmm. Right, but not what is if he gets thirty percent of what is owed to him, he says, "Why risk it? I'll just sit out until everything is normal." Now, that's something. That if you get money deferred, they're going to still be on that Blake Snell yeah. side question where they're like, "Well, it's still not worth it to get money deferred if I'm only playing for thirty percent this year and I yeah. get caught." I mean, 
people are saying they're healthy. They have a less chance of getting struck by lightning or winning the lottery. And then right. I tell them, well, yeah, they are. But what about Joe Madden, who's in their clubhouse at 65 years old? Or what about, you know, uh, a, a Jim Hickey or, you know, uh, Quattraro? Right, you right. Know, uh, uh, Charlie Mo, uh, Montoyo, you know, these guys, I mean, they're surrounded by older gentlemen. There's not only 25 year old fit people that are in that locker room, umpires. Right. Anything, yeah. And, anything and can happen. Blake Snell's really in that case because he's still, I mean, if he just sat out this season entirely, he could still the next four years, next, however long his deal is, he's still going to get what? 35 to, to $40 million on that contract on that $50 right. million contract he signed. So it's like, yeah, I just, I, I just won't play this year. I'll, I'll just sit at home and play video games. That's fine. Okay. And you know why? It's because he's making those millions. I bet Mike Brousseau, the, yes. uh, the Brian O'Grady's, which by the way, I hate that on Twitter. People just get on this, oh, the millionaires, the millionaires. Yeah. They're not all millionaires, guys. And yes, right. $500,000 is a lot of money and a lot of people would love to have $500,000. But we got to look at this in, 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 with perspective and relativity. I mean, how much, How many of those guys are in debt because mm -hmm. of, uh, in the position that they're in? I mean, or they how, just uh, weren't prepared that this would happen. I mean, they've got right. a higher cost of living. Oh, wait, got, oh, so MLB, it can be okay because they weren't prepared for this. But then a guy that has probably yeah. no college education, uh, just dedicated his life to baseball, had one payment of $500,000 a year, and now he's expected to have a savings account perfectly balanced and all of that? Come on. That's what happens when you have a global pandemic. It's, uh, it really sucks right now because one of my best friends uh, works for an NHL team. And the team, their owner, his money, his wealth is tied into restaurants and hotels. Oof. What are two of the biggest industries that are being hit right now? Restaurants, Oof. hotels. And he, just today, he got furloughed. He got fur <sighs> Now he's going to be able to get an unemployment check and so on and so forth. But, and if NHL doesn't return, who knows what happens? Right. I so mean, he's so... expected to be okay. Like, why didn't you? Like, that's ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous. Here's the thing. Um, okay. Say there is an agreement. Okay. Um, and Blake Snell does sit out. You wonder how could he even return to the team again without players hating him? Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, like it, the Kevin Kiermeyers and the Charlie Morton. It happened with DeAndre Navarro in 2010. Remember when, you know, he didn't get cut in for the ALDS roster yeah. and he decided not to show up uh, for the ALDS to, to root on his, on his teammates. The, that could be a major know, clubhouse issue. That was his last year with the race. Yes. That was his last year with the race. It can happen. It can, you know, you, but then again, I, like I said in the beginning, uh, I mean, and we could talk about this forever. Um, I don't think Blake Snell is the only player in the major leagues who feels like he does today with right. this deal in place. A lot of players feel like Blake Snell, and it wouldn't behoove me to say that a lot of other players in the Rays clubhouse probably feel this way. They're just not going to say it on Twitch. They're just not going to say it on Twitch, yeah. <laughs> Which means uh, Rays PR is having to work overtime on this one. Oof. Again, I, I, I put it out there on Twitter, like, their PR staff just might just must be like, oh my gosh, what did he do or say next? Like, do you think do you think there's a PR guy who's like dedicated on watching his Twitch account? Oh, like I'm every sure. Night? 
right? Absolutely, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Twitter, everything. They're like, look, especially out after the says. Tommy Pham Xavier Edwards trade. Yeah. Oh, you've got an alarm, a red flag. You've like, you got people, you know, scheduled in for his Twitch. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Streams. This is just like Blake Snell. A couple months in, probably hasn't been preparing like there would be a season. So he's he's living that video game life. So you think that was a slip of the line. tongue? You think that was just a, a slip of the truth there when he goes, uh, my mind's on next year. I mean, I'm preparing for this yeah. year. You uh, think that was- I think so. <laughs> I mean, there's bags under his eyes, playing video <sighs> game all day and night. With I guess, here's, the, here's, my, here's my, this might be the worst thing. He's playing like Call of Duty with Alex Bregman. Come on, Bregman, anybody else. Yeah. Oh, Bregman really? Altuve, That's who that it. was with? I don't Man. know, not not when he made that comment, but oh, I, okay. I think I saw another Twitch stream that he was on with with Bregman. Not with Bregman, yeah. dude. Come on. But no, not yeah. okay. Uh, Blake Snell, Blake being Blake, I've got a love hate relationship with Blake Snell. Same, and you know what, Blake? If you keep doing this, you're gonna give us content. So honestly, that's thanks, why I bro. love him. Honestly, at the end of the day, <laughs> and again, I mean, people are talking about the race. People are talking about Blake Snell. They weren't talking that's about right. him or the team, or the franchise 48 hours ago. Uh, we had some comments. We, we put this out on Twitter. Blake Snell weighing in on MLB's proposal for a 2020 season. Uh, and, of course, we know what, what his comments were. Uh, Kevin at K Conway 002 says 100% right call. So he agrees with Mr. Snell. Uh, Ryan at Ryan C. Wilder says, but all the frontline workers working for minimum wage still go to work. Again, it's just one of, it's a little bit out of touch from the perspective of like the grocery store workers and, and all the people that are working or have taken a a pay cut and such. But we also have to remember again, they don't have the skill, the rarity. Right. I mean, I'm not, if you go definition, you're getting paid market value. If those are your skills, you should be paid that. Those are his skills. He's getting paid $10 million. I mean, I guess I should have thrown 98 to command. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I don't, I don't know if there's a a grocery store clerk that, that had worked blood, sweat and tears 27 years of their life to be a grocery store clerk or to be one of the best grocery store clerks in the world. It's just a, It's different. It's different. Um, at uh, BD Junior seventy five says, "Imagine the money I'm getting to play. Even by his logic, one to two million dollars for six months. Taxes have nothing to do with it. They were always there. Risking your life? Question mark. Too bad the people really risking their life couldn't make a th- uh, couldn't make eleven thousand dollars a day. Just say what it is: a contract dispute. More credible." Another one, actually, on Instagram okay. by Jason underscore Coochie says, Missing the race, but not Blake Snell. Take your garbage elsewhere. Oh, boy. Oof. He might be glad that uh, there won't be fans in the stands to start if there <laughs> is a season to be played. Maybe, I have to, maybe I'll have to treat my uh, Blake Snell bobblehead like a voodoo doll. Do some crazy <laughs> stuff with the elbow. <laughs> Put some cortisone <laughs> shots in there. Uh, and then final one uh, from at Yoked Yandy Man. He says, I agree with it. No way in hell I'm going to work for 25% of what I'm supposed to get while working just as hard. Well, he'd be working about 50%, but getting paid 
25%. Right. It'd be different if he was... Would anybody do that? Would anybody still show up for work and getting paid 25% of what they're going to mean? That was their only option. I mean, better than... It's... Everybody's everybody's case is different. Yes. Everybody's case is different. Um, And who knows? If I was... If I was in Blake Snell's position at his age, we're very similar ages, and I still know I've got... I still got 39, 40 million dollars on the back end three, four years from now. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna step out I'm not gonna step not off my couch like for a million and a half. Not worth it, yeah. Yeah. Man, Blake Snell, please say something this weekend so we can talk about it on Monday. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, baseball trivia coming up next. This podcast is sponsored by the audiobook edition of 24 Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. In this reflective and inspirational memoir, the legendary Willie Mays shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field. Widely regarded as the greatest all-around player in baseball history, the beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experience meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. This special audiobook production includes a forward read by Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author, John Shea. Whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or are looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is the inspiring story of one of sports fans' favorite living legends. Buy the audiobook edition of 24 now wherever audiobooks are sold. So, Kevo, did you get a chance to try the mint brownie i did i did try the mint brownie and it was fantastic i will say well guess what i tried the peanut butter brownie today oh yeah oh man okay but i can tell you i think we were both right we had charlie morton and austin meadows in the same scale co-mvps they were both delicious yeah can't go wrong oh my gosh let me say this. I'm not a big like mint guy, but the mint brownie was so tasty. And I could just imagine buying some like uh low th- low sugar, low fat mint chocolate chip ice cream, pairing that with the mint brownie, and then you have like a oh. super, super dessert that's relatively oh healthy as well. Yeah. That, that might be, be that might be the move right there. And that's the mint brownie uh, cheating too. Thir- cheating Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Meal. Yeah. And after I ate the mint brownie, I looked at the nutrition facts and was still, I'm, I'm always amazed when I look at these nutrition facts, 15 grams of protein, just 110 calories, just four grams sugar and five grams net carbs. You're talking about a protein bar that, you know, one of the most popular bars out there on the market cliff has like double the calories and seven yeah. times more carbs, seven times more sugar and less protein. I mean, it's, it's a pretty easy choice. And I feel like with, with built bar, like it's just the perfect size too. Like, it's yeah. not like you don't feel like you're cheating. You don't feel like and it actually sustains you, uh, for enough. If you're going to the gym right, a, uh, right after mm-hmm. perfect pumps you up for it. If you're coming right back after it, it's a little treat. Maybe you can use it as a dessert. Honestly, I think it goes very well no matter what time of the day that you actually have your Built Bar. Yeah, and here's what I've been doing. I've actually been kind of refrigerating them a little bit to give them a little bit – because they're already soft and chewy, but to give them a little bit more 
kind oh, of. Oh man, that is a that's a pro tip right there. You yeah. should. Uh, well, thanks for the for the for it because I, I'm going to do that too. You're welcome. Or again, the ice cream thing. Maybe you make a little bit of a sundae, put it in the microwave for a couple seconds, let it Ooh. melt, put it on top of some some low sugar uh, ice cream, and and go about your day. Race Master Chef Kevin Weiss. Here we go. That might be Let's the move. Go. That might be the move. Basically, here's what you need to know about Built Bar. Low calorie, high protein, low sugar, no crazy additives. And if you want some of your own, there are 16 different flavors, and you can get them all at BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON, and that'll get you $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Ulysses, baseball trivia this week, we do not have a special guest. We'll probably bring that back intermittently, but we felt it was time. We, we got to get back to quizzing each other a little bit, and it is your turn, actually, to grill me. Yeah, how's, how does it feel after a long hiatus uh, to be on that side of the questions, man? I feel nervous. I've been studying. I've been, it's, like for the, it's like the LSAT for me. I've just been reading baseball <laughs> books and, and going nuts, just Wikipedian baseball and, and historic players, just going crazy with it. Well, I, I hope that you're not lying to me because that's exactly what I'm going to put you through through a, through a little bit of history trivia here. Um, for the last 20 years, since the year 2000, uh-huh. there have been 21 World Series MVPs. This is the only question for today, Kevin. Okay. How many can you name? Can you name 10 World Series MVPs since the year 2000 and the hint is in 20 years there's been 21 and 21 different mvps that is correct okay and i've just got to name 10 yes okay um i'm definitely gonna need some hints but i'll give this a shot um world series mvps Man, I should have watched more of the Nationals World Series run last year uh, or this past year. Got it. Uh, Max Scherzer. You're close. You're close. You're super Steven close. Strasburg. There he is. Okay. Uh, I guess I got to start guessing some Red Sox. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, I'll go with David Ortiz. That's correct. 2013. I'll go with uh, Manny being Manny Ramirez. That's correct. A former Ray, 2004. Ray's legend. Yes, Ray's legend. Uh, and I guess there's another Red Sox MVP that's mixed in there. Um, Kurt Schilling? Kurt Schilling is correct, but not with the Red Sox. I'm, but I'm going to give it to you. It's 2001. Okay. I am actually doing better than I thought I would be doing. Um, okay. Alex Bregman? Or no, Jose Altuve. Oof, neither. Neither. Can I just count that as one guess? <laughs> yes, you may. So strike I, one. Okay, strike one. Um, The next guy up. Next guy up. Next guy up. And he's not a shortstop. Would be... And he's a pitcher? No, no, he's an outfielder. For the Astros. Why do I want to say George Springer? 
Because you would be correct, buddy. Okay, George Springer. Yukon great. Um, <laughs> so that's five. That's how much you. That's how much you love sports or yeah. miss sports. You. You're now even watching his college days. Yes. College ball. I think I'm sure he play, he had to play USF at some point or another when he was in college. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I I I I let him slip in the bull runner. Yeah, you, UConn does not seem like a baseball powerhouse. It's not not really your first choice when you think no, of. Yeah, really. you, you normally think of the California schools, Texas, Florida, SEC uh, teams like that. Um, okay. You're burning time. You're burning time. Teams, teams that won. I've got. To, I, I got to guess another Red Sox player. I guess. John Do Lester? You? No, I thought I had. Oh yeah, yeah. You need uh, 2007, but you're not gonna get 2007. Might as it, well move on. It's just an obscure guy. Not an obscure guy, but I think you know him more as a Marlins guy than a Red Sox guy. But maybe you don't. Maybe you associate him with the Red Sox more. Josh Beckett. I will give him to you because you're so lucky. He was actually with the Marlins when he won his World Series MVP in 2003. Wow. Now, this other guy actually was Josh Beckett's teammate in 2003 with the Marlins. And then actually with the Red Sox. He went in a big trade up there to the Massachusetts. It's not Hanley Ramirez, is it? No, he's now a, an analyst for MLB Network with a, a famous goatee. Oh my gosh. Why can't I think of this guy? And a very sensual accent sometimes. He's a pitcher? Nope. Third baseman. No. Euclid? No, no. Euclid. Mike Lowell. Mike Lowell. Okay, that's not going to count as a strike, right? Because I'm, I, no, that was just no. some brainstorming, some some yeah. clearing that some thoughts. That was a group project. That was a group project. I had fun with that one. Okay, so I, I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I'm, and I'm going to tell you something, buddy. You need giants up in here. Come on. I'm, I'm going obscure here. I, I just can't think of World Series winners the last 20 years, man. Yeah, three uh, giants. Come on. Well, the Phillies, I guess, Roy Halladay? Another pitcher? Oh, not Roy Halladay, but Cliff Lee. Another one? Oh, my gosh. He's a I'm lefty, a- though. But you're going a little bit to the 2009-2010. I need you to come back to 2008. Lefty. They're lefty. They're a guy in Philly. He's still actually playing. He actually signed a one-year contract with the Braves if I'm not mistaken, this year. No, Hamels. Cole Hamels. There you go. Wow. They had a staff there. Yeah, they did. 2008. <sighs> oh, right. I guess I got to get some Giants. I mean, I, yeah. I totally missed out on the Giants. Um, Bumgarner? He would be correct for 2014. And come on. Buster this Posey. Is one of the, no, this is one of the most lovable, lovable raise players ever and it's not a trick question like Manny Ramirez okay it's a lovable raise player you've got this and, and this is with the Giants not with the Giants okay lovable raise player Ben Zobrist 
Boom. 2016 with the Chicago Cubs. That is 10. That is 10. I feel like I did better than I should have on this list. I feel like you did really good in the beginning. The, yeah, you then I started really... It's and... tough when you're kind of on the spot. Like, <laughs> yes. This is like a quick exam. Like, if you gave Pop quiz, me, yeah. Yeah. If I had more time to kind of think it out and write some names down, maybe yeah. I'd get there. Okay, do you want to run through the guys who I didn't name? Yeah, of course. Quick? Okay, so 2000, Derek Jeter. Uh, 2001, co-MVPs, Schilling and Randy Johnson. That was a little clue there. All right. Uh, 2002, Troy Gloss with the Anaheim Angels. Uh, 2003, Beckett. 2004, Manny. 2005, Jermaine Dye with the White Sox. Wow, that is, I would have not guessed that in a million <laughs> I years. I, Honestly, I totally yeah. forgot. The White Sox won a World Series 15 years ago. Isn't that crazy? Holy crap. Um, 2006, David Eckstein. Or is it Eckstein? I think it's Eckstein. You talk about just a throwback. That is, that is Joey Wendell before Joey Wendell. I know. Joey Wendell's favorite player was David Eckstein. Yeah. That dude could field too. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was, he was awesome. Uh, okay. So 07, Lowell. 08, Hamels. 09, Matsui. Hideki Matsui. He had a crazy Former Ray, Rays legend Former. as well. Yes, exactly. Batted like um, 179 with the Rays. Oh my gosh. If on a good day. Yeah. Um 2010, Edgar Renteria with the Giants. Sneaky uh, good career for Renteria. Yeah, really though. Columbia's proud. Um 2011, David Freeze. Wow. Okay. With the Cardinals. 2012, uh Kung Fu Panda, Pablo Sandoval with the Giants. 2013, uh, Big Poppy, 2014, Bumgardner, 15, Salvador Perez with the Royals. Oh, totally right forgot now. about the Royals. 2016, Benzo, uh, Zarilla. 2017, you got Springer. 2018, Ray's legend, the, pra- the, the, the Lakeland launcher, Steve Pierce. Steve Pierce, who I think just retired. He did. Within a, mo- a month ago or so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And 2019, Steven Strasburg with the Nationals. And 2020, Charlie Morton or Austin Meadows. Now Blake Snell? We can, no, Blake Snell's he not, not playing. playing. He's, sitting He's not playing? Oh. He's playing on Twitch. Oh, wait. Was that segment number one? Oh, are oh. we going back to it? What? Yep, that is a callback. <laughs> on that note, that wraps up. If we ever want to get Blake Snell on the show, we should probably shut up now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.